Hi, this is Tiffany Ann, um, podcasting for Dreams Recycled. And today I actually have a friend of mine. He's a, he's an old friend. Well, young looking old friend, <laughs> uh, Richard Barker, the incredible hypnotist is here today. You may have seen him on James Corden, the late, late show or on the today show. He, um, is a hypnotist to the stars, celebrities, athletes, anyone. And he's really, really absolutely amazing at what he does. And he did not pay me to say that. So hi. And, and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, no, you can't hypnotize me. So, so actually, that's a good first question. So can you hypnotize anyone or are some people just too resistant? So uh, based upon a lot of experience, I've realized you can't hypnotize stupid people. <gasps> and you, can only you can't hypnotize me. What are you saying? Well, you can only hypnotize people that can follow simple instructions and directions, which usually means that they have to have an above-average level of intelligence oh. to be hypnotized. You see, people think that I can hypnotize stupid people, but I can't because they can't follow the directions that I give them. So <laughs> if people are dumber than a box of rocks, they can't get hypnotized. But if they have that above-average level of intelligence yeah. and they can follow simple instructions and directions, then they can get hypnotized. Well, that's awesome. So, <laughs> so you are known... <laughs> I know people are like going, is that real or is that not real? Um, you are known for, like I said, for hypnotizing star celebrities, etc. But also joking aside and the fact that you have like a very high entertainment level because you can make people cluck like chickens and howl at the moon and do crazy stuff, which is right. entertaining. Hypnotism actually has a really uh, beneficial kind of stance when you are suffering from adversity or in this case divorce so yes. so explain to us how this works so therapeutically you know everything we do in life first of all starts with a thought right the minute you get out of bed you're thinking the world instead of seeing it mm -hmm. so you, you know what you think you feel so what you think you feel and it becomes an emotion and then the emotion has some kind of physical response whether your body temperature goes up, down, you know, if you're happy or you're sad, your actual body changes to reflect the emotion. Mm -hmm. So with divorce and breakups and, uh, you know, bereavement, it, it's kind of, you know, if, you go, if you're going through a divorce, you're going to feel all sorts of emotions that are going to have uh, a physiological response. So, you know, right. you're obviously going to go through upset, anxiety, trauma, distress, loneliness, you know, all these different feelings and emotions of despair. Mm -hmm. And so what hypnosis can do, it can actually help the mind replace mm -hmm. negative thoughts with positive thoughts. In short, that's kind of what we do. So, you know, if you're going through a very difficult time, you know, through a divorce, um, then you're going to have a higher level of anxiety than normal. So, yeah, I think people don't realize that like, divorce is the second highest, you know, according to many, many studies, second highest um, stressful event in your life after the death of an immediate yeah. family member. And it's no, you know, it's no secret that my divorce was horrendous. You actually knew me through my divorce. I was a wreck. Right. But and I agree with you, it makes you physically feel as bad as mentally bad. It's all encompassing. So, so how does, so how, so is it like, I think like you're a therapist and I come to your office and I lie on your thing, like how, explain how it actually works for people who might be interested. Cause I think it's really helpful. 
Yeah, so, so typically, uh, not everybody's a candidate. So the first thing I do is I pre-screen people because I, I, I honestly don't want anybody to waste their money if I don't feel that they're going to be a candidate. And that's just the same as like laser eye surgery. Not everybody is a candidate for LASIK, for example. Um. So once we've established that they are a candidate, then we book an appointment. I have an office in Winter Park. I have another one in New York City. Mm-hmm. And then I have a satellite office that I use um, in L.A., so depending mm-hmm. on where they are, most of the time people come to New York City if they're outside of Orlando. Um, and what we have is what's called a pre-talk, which is conditioning the mind to begin to get ready to receive the hypnosis, which mm-hmm. is simply a conversation. Uh, and then what I do is um, for a better experience, there, there's usually um, a sofa or a recliner, depending uh-huh. on the and uh, you would get to the point of where you felt the most relaxed. Some people feel more relaxed sitting up. Some people feel more relaxed lying down. And then mm-hmm. I give them uh, Bose noise-canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking into their headphones. And basically, they're also wearing a face mask just so there's no distractions. So they can't see anything distracting them. They can't hear anything distracting them other than my voice. Mm-hmm. And then, um, generally speaking, what happens is I follow a certain, um, a certain sort of methodology that I know to work. I hypnotize somebody, which is nothing more than helping them relax. You see, people think that hypnosis is some kind of magical, mystical thing that, you know, Harry Potter does and stuff like that. (laughs) All it is is a conversation. And all I'm doing is basically I'm having you meditate, but with guided focus and suggestions. And that's what hypnosis is. So it's like a 90 minute conversation. But what happens is just about every client I've ever had in the last sort of 20 years all feel the same experience. First of all, they, they feel like it was only five, 10 minutes when in fact it was 90. Right. They feel that they were more relaxed than ever before. So mm. with a divorce and anxiety and, you know, mm. the stress that that causes, if you want to get a really sort of um, deep mental relaxation, then hypnosis mm. is wonderful for it. No, I, I can imagine it would be because I think that that's one of the problems when you go through divorce or loss. I mean, like I said, the grief isn't all encompassing. You can't stop thinking of it, you know, replaying things your ex did, you know, all these grievances and you can't forgive and you can't let go and you can't move on. And um, you and I obviously know each other pretty well, but you um, have told me before and I think our audience would like to hear it. So you can also hypnotize people to let go of their exes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the, one of the methodologies is it's all about forgiveness and confronting the change. Mm. So for example, you can, you can be in sadness or, or bereavement or anger for a short space of time or a long space of time. You can hang on to it for two years, yeah. five years or 10 minutes. Yeah. Mine just- well, 12 years. I, I've coached 12 years. 12 years. Like they haven't moved on. They haven't dated. It is like yeah. mind boggling to me because there's so much help out there. Right. So through hypnosis, it's funny because you give the mind permission to release anxiety, fear and guilt. And that that feeling of, um, you know, despair and anger towards somebody else. And during the session, you Mm. let it go almost as if you're throwing like a penny away. You're throwing the away and the emotion attached to it. So Mm. now you become liberated. And I have a saying, you know, taking back control of your life instead of your life being controlled by someone else. That's what hypnosis can do. Yeah. Yeah, no. And how beneficial is that? I mean, not just relationships. I mean, we all carry with us so much baggage, so much anger, so much kind of untowards feelings to other people who probably they've completely moved on and living a new life and never think of us twice. And yet we 
you know, it's hard for certain people. And I know I was one of them at the beginning that it's hard to let it go, especially when you feel you've been wronged or, you know, something negative has happened. But what a horrible kind of weight to carry when there's no need. So the thing is, you know, like in the dating, you know, with with dating, if if you, let's say you've just got a divorce and you started Mm -hmm. to date again, it's all about having your library in your library bank. So you have all your encyclopedia books on the bookshelf Mm -hmm. and you've literally just closed the chapter of one of those books and that's how you that's how the subconscious mind treats your memories it treats them as simple chapters of books so if that was a negative memory you close the book if it was a positive memory you can actually replay it as if you're replaying your memories and replaying the video on youtube or on demand videos because that's going to make you feel better if you if you start playing good memories it stands to emotionally you're going to start feeling better so what we say is in times of real trauma especially post traumatic stress Mm-hmm. just replay the memories in your memory banks because we all have good memories mm-hmm. and sometimes they're hidden because of the bad memories are at the forefront so you go and get your good memory out of the encyclopedia you hit play you play the video and emotionally it puts you in a different state of mind and a different state of thinking and that's mm-hmm. one of the ways to get out of to get out of this negative spiral mm-hmm. is to play your, you know visualize your good your, your happy times yeah because it's all about mindset right you know you change your mind you change your life um it's fascinating and i know you're an expert in hypnotist and a lot of other things to do with the mind and um i mean you look around you as we were saying before uh, what is it people only use 18 percent of their brain power like what is the rest doing well you know what's interesting on that stat is 80 and this is actually in terms of size and mass mm-hmm. 80- of your brain is in the subconscious mind but yet only 20% is your conscious mind which is what you access every day to help you make decisions mm-hmm. so that means you've got 80% of your mind which is an untapped resource mm-hmm. unless you know how to bridge into it which is hypnosis like yeah. self hypnosis which is nothing more than self affirmation so athletes use mm-hmm. self affirmations right before they go and you know play a, a, a yeah. sport like LeBron James for example you've mm-hmm. got to get yourself into the zone before you actually get onto the field or the court or whatever, because if you don't, and your mind's somewhere else, your game will suffer. And that's mm-hmm. the same as the game of life. You've got to get your game connected mm-hmm. to what it is in life you're actually doing, you know, to increase your performance. Yeah, the power of positivity, right? So, so as an expert, what would you yeah. think, you know, if you look at most of the successful people in the world, do you, really, do you think that that's what sets them apart? I know they're all doing it. <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah. It's- I don't think it. I know it. They're all on a higher le- level. And it's, it's usually called an ultra height. It's an ultra level and an ultra way of thinking. Um, and they're on this higher level of holistic thinking because yeah. they're accessing more yeah. of their subconscious mind. Well, and what's the difference between, because sometimes the people I talk to struggle with this, what's the difference between affirmation and just being arrogant, right? So, so you don't want to go through life being like, I'm the best thing ever, but because yeah. it puts people off, but it's an inner thing, right? It is. It's self, it's self-talk. We all have this self-talk, mm-hmm. but if you can influence and persuade the self-talk to, to have a better internal dialogue with yourself, then externally, you're going to have better dialogue with other people. So, you know, we're all, we're all in the game of conversation is actually what we're doing and we're all playing a role. So if I was a doctor... I would act as if I was a doctor. And if I was a lawyer, I'd act as if I, as if I was a lawyer. Mm. You know, 
We all act as if, but it's all coming from our own self-talk. So you don't have to be arrogant by having self-belief, you know, mm. and self-worth and, and self-conviction. Because most people, actually, when they look in the mirror, they, they talk themselves down instead of up. Mm. Well, I think that's true. And I think that's especially true of a lot of women, especially after divorce, right? We're the worst. You're like, you know, I don't look like a supermodel and I'm not smart enough and I wasn't good enough. Or, you know, even men too, anyone who's been lied to, cheated on in a relationship, you come out of a divorce and you feel like you're like, you know, your self-esteem is squashed flat and you have to really, really work at building yourself back up again. Right. So... So the other thing that I love about you is you're really funny. <laughs> and I think we don't talk about this enough. Like when you go through adversity, when you go through trauma, how important is humor in the healing process? Yeah, I, I think it's huge because, it, you know, laughter is the medicine of the soul. So mm-hmm. if you can't laugh at yourself, you're taking life too seriously. And if you don't give yourself permission to laugh, which a lot of people don't, then you, you don't release the endorphins and the neurotransmitters. You know, all this science has been done with our brain's plasticity is always changing. And it's been proven that the more we laugh and the more we sort of have fun, the plasticity of the brain actually changes, releases neurotransmitters, which are feel-good factors, and mm-hmm. it actually feel good. So basically, you've got to get in the habit of laughing. I had a girl, a lady that contacted me, um, stage four breast cancer, and she went from stage four breast cancer to completely clear and free of um, cancer. And she oh, puts wow. it down to watching silly comedy stage hypnosis YouTube videos. Oh, bless her. I mean, I can believe that. That's the power of the mind, right? Over everything else. And you the more do. She watched, yeah, the, the more she watched those fun, funny videos, mm-hmm. she was even watching it in the, uh, watching the videos in the chemo room and laughing through chemo treatment. Mm-hmm. And the doctors were amazed at the results they were getting. So they all started watching the YouTube videos and they all started feeling better. And Mm -hmm. the chemo started working more effectively because it reacts to the way you're thinking and feeling. You know, it stands to reason. You know, it absolutely does. And I, you know, as Brits that we are, you know, our humor is, you're born with it, right? You don't have any choice. And I think it's one of the things that's different about Dreams Recycle too, is, you know, even negative situation we handle in a positive way. And right. I think that you have to, it doesn't matter what it is in life. You, you, there's so many things that we can't control, but we can all control, you know, how we handle it. Yeah. I, I mean, basically that, I mean, you know, you, you know, I, I have a saying that, you know, if, if I can't control it and I can't influence it, I'm not going to worry about it. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about things I can't control like politics and mm-hmm. whether we're at war or not, or whether, they, you know, all these things are outside of my control. So as long as my corner is safe and I'm doing the best I can as a productive citizen yeah, and giving out to the universe, not to get, but to give, then mm-hmm. I know I'm doing the right thing. But People get so wrapped up with worrying about what's happening outside of their own corner of life that they can't control. Same mm. with going through a divorce. There are certain things when you go through a divorce, you can't control. You can't mm. con- control the speed of the lawyers. You can't control mm. the court system. Mm. And you can't control who's passing final judgment as, uh, of what is going to happen with, you know, things being divided or, you know, money. Oh, you cannot influence it. So you can't worry about it. Mm. If you worry about it, you start getting stressed and anxious and the more anxious you get, you know, the more your dominant mind focuses on it, the more it attracts it. 
Yeah. No, I, I mean, I learned that the hard way. I really yeah. did. I, that's why I'm so passionate about what I do. I realize in hindsight, everything I did was flipping wrong, right? That was not what I should have been doing. But I didn't, I didn't have people like you. I didn't understand how it all worked. But um, having said that, if you hadn't have taken the journey that you took, you wouldn't be where you are now. Yeah. So it actually has it worked that you have gone through all the issues that you're now helping other people with. Yeah, no, no, I love it. But okay, so so let's say people can't get to you, like we can't fly to LA and we can't fly to Orlando. You have um, you have uh, courses and tell us what, how people can find your information and tell us how they can yeah. hear your stuff because I think it'd be really beneficial for anyone out there. So I think I think the easiest way because there's obviously going to be skeptics. There always is with hypnosis. You know, people are like, I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if it's going to work. Well, or not. I have to say, you know me. I was very skeptical. I always yeah. thought it was like a stage act. I thought it was all right. fake. I didn't know until I met you. And right. I've seen you in person. I've met you. Like you know, we have a have a rapport and stuff. And and I, it blows my mind how good you are at what you do and how beneficial it is and how entertaining it is. And it's yeah. 100% real. Anyone who doubts it, I'm telling you, it's real. I was skeptic. So, so even people will still not believe that. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, as an well, entry level, <laughs> you know, as, as an entry level, if, if, if you're feeling that you could benefit with, um, you know, uh, you know, mind relaxation, which is basically what's going to help you with all your all your worries and your troubles and your aches and pains. Always, all stem from the mind, right? Mm. So the best way to find out whether you're susceptible or receptive to hypnosis would just be to go to incrediblehypnotist.com. So that's my website, incrediblehypnotist.com, mm. and there are there are MP3s on there for twenty five bucks. Oh. So that is a really cheap, mm. low level entry way in to determine mm. whether you would be receptive for actually then having a consultation with a hypnotist, which would be the next step. Um, because you can't go wrong for 25 bucks. I mean, and it would actually give you an indicator as to whether you're receptive or not. Now, most people that get the MP3s, because we do follow up. I have actually an assistant that her job in life is to follow up and make yeah. sure that people are listening and responding. Um, uh, and the reports, as long as you listen to it, you're gonna feel better about it. Yeah. Well, it can't hurt, can it, right? So that's a given. But that's the easy way in. Uh, to, to me is to, you know, that's the, you know, incrediblehypnotist.com. I did write a book and this is actually relevant to you. I don't know if you can see that. Yay. How to get from passion to success. A hypnotic journey somewhere. Oh yeah. The hypnotic journey. How to get from passion to success by Richard yeah. Barker. Where can people So that book, how to get from passion to success is because lots of people attract in jobs that they don't want to do or relationships they don't want to be in or situations they don't want to you know be in and this is all about how to find your purpose and how to find your discover your you know who, your purpose of who you should be yeah because i don't want to i don't know how much you want to get into this but very quickly so you're somebody and you and i have some very different stories but similarly we yeah. both had to recycle our lives and i know that you were in the military and you have like this amazing story which actually you should put all that in a book one day yeah. Um, to how you got to be a hypnotist. And I think it's, it's interesting. So you don't just uh, talk the talk, you walk the walk too. I'm a big believer in that. You know, so many people, you know, they, they, they talk a good job, but don't actually do it. Yeah. Um, I gravitate towards people that do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, because what know? were the odds? Like 20 whatever years ago, what were the odds that right now you'd be uh, on, you know, to the Today Show or whatever as a hypnotist? My dad still doesn't believe it. He's like, why are you messing? He, th- he, thinks it, he thinks it's just a hobby for me and I'm just messing, just goofing off. And he, he, he's oh, actually wondering dad. when I'm going to get back to police work. Yeah, when you're going to get a real job, right? Yeah, he thinks I'm taking a career break. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, no. Well, Richard, as always, you're a pleasure and you're a superstar you and I wish you nothing but the best. So so they can find you at incrediblehypnotist.com and that yep. has all your information everywhere. And they can follow you. I know you're on every social media node to man, Richard yeah. Barker, the incredible hypnotist. So so on the social, it's either Richard Barker Hypnotist, which okay. is Instagram, uh, or Richard Barker, Incredible Hypnotist. If you type that in, my Facebook, my Twitter, my YouTube and everything else will all, will all come up. The YouTube channel is really doing well because we started really, um, you know, we're out there in the streets filming. I saw the baby. Yeah. Okay, you got to log, everyone out there, go to YouTube, find the baby. Yeah, it's called Worship Baby Hypnotized. Too cute. That little two-year-old that was worshiping Jesus in the church. It's just awesome. And yeah. I hypnotized her. Now she's nine years old. Oh, yeah, very, very cool. Well, as always, lovely. And thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. And take care. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. Bye. Bye.